This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The fears of many in the protein sector are starting to be realized as packing plants announced long-term closures. Over the weekend, Smithfield announced it would close its Sioux Falls, South Dakota facility indefinitely. The plant employs about 3,700 people and represents between 4 and 5 percent of the nation's slaughter capacity. Coronavirus cases were starting to pile up among its workforce, and a three-day closure for cleaning announced late last week became an indefinite shutdown on Sunday. The company says it will await guidance from state, local, and federal officials in its decision of when to reopen. A beef plant in Tama, Iowa will also be closed this week. National Beef says the Iowa Premium Plant will be closed until April 20th. JBS USA has closed its Greeley, Colorado beef plant until April 24th. For the beef industry, Oklahoma State's Daryl Peel says there's very little margin for error. We're beginning to see what we feared in that we have the, uh, I guess it's not really even the likelihood, the reality now that we, we're going to have multiple facilities impacted simultaneously either to reduce production or, or to completely shut down for some period of time. So the cattle industry in general, you know, had been in expansion through 2019. And so we've got relatively large numbers. We're pushing packing capacity pretty strongly. So we don't have a lot of wiggle room, I guess, is, is the bottom line. He says the pork and poultry sectors are in similar shape. Those industries tend to operate with a much more sort of fixed, throughput kind of a production system. So if you cannot market hogs uh, in a timely fashion, uh, that backs up those barns and that creates immediate and massive bottlenecks in the flow of that industry for some period of time. Now, if it lasts long enough, they'll adjust, but, but you're talking about massive impacts. For more on the Smithfield shutdown and what it might mean for the pork industry, check out our story on agripulse.com and stay tuned for more developments as they emerge. The presumptive Democratic presidential nominee has picked up a key endorsement. Senator Bernie Sanders endorsed former Vice President Joe Biden in his bid for the Oval Office in a virtual campaign event today. The two men also announced the creation of a handful of policy working groups on issues like the economy, immigration, and climate change. According to an AgriPulse poll of producers, Biden was the most popular of the Democratic presidential candidates earlier this year. Sanders, however, had long held a base of younger, more enthusiastic supporters and has sought to exert influence over the broader policy goals of the Democratic Party. For the sake of farm policy, that meant things like supply management, a national grain reserve, and breaking up agribusiness mergers. Stay tuned to AgriPulse's campaign 2020 coverage as the race for the White House and control of Congress unfolds. Finally today, the potential for infrastructure spending in the coronavirus recovery process has the attention of the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Dennis Slater is AEM's president. Speaking on this week's open mic, he says infrastructure priorities take many forms for his organization's membership. We have a thousand plus members, but once you get past the first 50 or 60 of those, those companies get small really quickly. You know, and they face bigger issues, I think, here of of sustaining their businesses, you know, about keeping their people employed, and getting loans that they can go through this. So a lot of it's the attention to the small business out there to make make sure they can keep on going. He says now could be an opportune time to shore up infrastructure. Here's a great moment for infrastructure that right now we could look at this and say, it's just time to move infrastructure forward. That's an investment we've talked about over and over again. Or maybe part of a stimulus in the future here would be about the infrastructure of this country. And, you know, rebuilding the roads, the ports, the dams, helping our farmers get their product to market as inexpensively as possible, as quickly as possible. So 
there's a moment here where we have to also look at a long-term plan about how we come out of this. Because it's going to take time to come out of this, even after the pandemic is over. To hear more from Slater, including his thoughts on the economic status of equipment manufacturers, check out this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. The American Farm Bureau is closely monitoring food supply issues as we work together to protect our families, friends, and communities from the coronavirus. We are urging the administration to safely revise new restrictions on the entry of skilled laborers into our country. Farm Bureau is committed to protecting our food supply and supporting our members. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.